Hi guys, welcome. It's Deconversion Therapy Podcast, and this is Bonnie coming at you. And this is Karen. I like your DJ sound That's coming right. at you. Coming at you live. <laughs> um, you can call me Laban because that was my nickname in high school after Simon oh. Laban. That's right. <laughs> my friend, our friend who became a minister, actually named her like Pinto that fell apart all the time. Simon Lebon. If you don't know who we're okay. talking about, look it That's up fine. and just <laughs> stop listening to our podcast because you're trash. Um, so we're That's on loving. <laughs> we're on a fake break. That's ooh, coin that. Oh. We're on fake break, which means we are still producing and doing a bunch of stuff. We are only going to be found in person. On our sponsors area. You can find out how to sponsor us below. But we're going to be playing some of our most popular podcasts. But at the beginning, we're live. At the top. At the top, we're going to update you because, um, as you know, corruption always has a a part two or a B-side. Everything (laughs) keeps happening. But you can find where to find us, you guys know, and and the details under this. And what your assignment is, is to rate and review us. Because I love this. That actually helps um, get more people to find the podcast. And then it goes up in the ratings, and then more people. Then we have a bigger community. So that's kind of nice. Do you know, I did not tell you this, I switched us out of the religion category recently into the comedy category, Uh which means nothing except that we have fallen so far because there's so many comedy Uh, podcasts. But you know what? That's sort of fine. The the religion thing, I, I think, sort of bringing us out of that for a while... Is it, it's if, a cleanse. It's a colon cleanse. If you're going to listen to this, you're not going to be poking around in the religion category. <laughs> right. Promise. Although Ugh. there's so many more podcasts about the whole thing that we're doing. But damn it, we are a comedy podcast that talks about this stuff. Because I want out of that deconstruction <laughs> community. Anyway. I just like that we talk about the BS of religion. That's I mean, always there's been. there's a little bit of it. That's a what little. I hear. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Just the fact that you said, like, corruption always has a part, too. You think of Jim Baker and his resurgence as a huckster selling buckets of dried food. And Come he just on. keeps going and going. So we're not going to play, um, I don't think, Baker in, in this little hiatus fake break. But today we're going to do Trump and Paula White. Would it surprise you that they are still active? Trump (laughs) has not gone away. Uh, No, it wouldn't. It would also (laughs) not surprise me because he said he would. And usually when he says he'll do something, he does not. He's a promise keeper. So mm. he he should be doing that, but he does not. So let me update you, Bonnie, on okay. on the latest, which, I mean, for fuck's sake, it's just always the same thing. So recently, Paula White Kane, you will hear, is sort of the unofficial 
spiritual advisor to Trump. She's the one that told him not to run, then run, and he believes her, and she has a, a shoe collection that would blow your mind. Anyway, also, she's a pretty blonde, so wow, that's really convenient. I know. He likes a look. He likes to look. Anyway, you'll hear all about her, but recently, in like the last week, Trump invited his spiritual advisors to Mar-a-Lago to just have what he calls, you know, just a prayer session, but really it's about keeping a finger on all of them in the evangelical vote in hopes for a 2024 bid and win, and all of that's horrifying. But he had Paula there, and Paula actually organizes it under some fake-ass Thing that she calls the Faith and Opportunity Initiative, or whatever the hell it is. Anyway, it says that the meeting included influential evangelical leaders like Pastor Jack Graham. Sure. That's our former pastor. James <laughs> Dobson and Philip Reed. What? Uh, chair of the Faith and Freedom Coalition. And so the whole thing is private behind closed doors, but it sneaks out into the press. And then when they're questioned about it, they always say, <laughs> you know, this is a private matter of just prayer. Like, <laughs> Give me a break. You've planned this whole thing. So okay, she's now, still out listen, there. Listen, assistant, you're going to leak this to the press this mm-hmm. way. Right, right. And then when they get us will say, nope, nope, it's exclusive, and don't you want to know about it? Don't persecute us. Don't That's persecute us. And oh, I God. bet it was the same time that you said the Beckham kid was getting married over there. So oh. corresponded and had the paparazzi there. Right. Oh, what? People going in, holding Bibles? Take a picture. Holding Bibles. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. So, Paula White Cane still doing her stuff, still out there and pressing hard for the Trump thing. And also for the Trump thing, there's a new book out, not about him, but about not the resurgence, but how charismatic Christianity is like gripping on to America so it's a bit of the QAnon, but also just the whole fucking, yeah, charismatic movement resurgence connected to political power. Because how else can you just explain Trump being a Christian than equating supernatural stuff? Because people will believe it then. It's just it's just a matter of convenience for their for their crowds. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, what's that word? Synergy, right? I gel, um, <laughs> gel. <a> disease. <laughs> I don't transmogrify. Know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, enjoy this episode and. Continue to send in your funny stories. We will be back soon, but be be blessed with this story. Goodbye. As you were. Karen just told 
boldly and do it. Do it. So this is what the podcast is about. What's the name of it? Your it's called failed. Decon- it's called Deconversion Therapy Podcast. It is. And we are briefly about, uh, what are we about? We're about two people who grew up together in the evangelical church, and we both left it. So it's just funny stories. We read listener letters. It doesn't matter if you are Christian, if you never were, if you're, you know, I like that. Baha'i. It doesn't matter. We don't care. <laughs> anything about you or what you believe. No, um, no, but religion has really got some funny stuff. It does. And especially if you grew up in any kind of organized one where you all share, if you went to a Baptist church in Omaha and you went to one in, you know, Texas, you guys can talk about something that happened in the 80s and you would both have that in common because things spread like that throughout the churches. So it's always fun to laugh about those things. So that's what we do. And guilt and shame. And then you get into like, oh, well, Jewish friends tell me the same thing. And so do the Catholic ones. That's right. It seems shame is, they say that Abraham is something that is in common with all these religions, but it's shame. Abraham. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Great. Okay. So rate us, please, and review us. And subscribe. Yeah, I don't like that review thing. I say that every time. But we have but, some new reviews on there, and they're adorable well, those and were funny nice. and great. Yeah, so thank you. So you're that just was, saying be nice. Well, but that's kind of pandering, right? Is that the word I want? I <laughs> begging <think laughs> that that is totally fine. This is our altar call. Come up to the stage with your best. That's, yeah, all right. Yeah, I mean... Uh, we are begging, and, and they know that. It's so um, we're, we're following a bit of an outline here, and I don't know if this is the right place to put it, but I don't care. I had. Great. I'm going to have to read you <laughs> all my No, notes. my spiritual dilemma for the week is you told you sent me something and said to caption it. And it was a picture, an artist's rendering of Jesus knocking on a door yes. to to an old-timey house. Right. <laughs> and I said to say that the person on the other side was saying, banana who? Correct. Which and, I thought was funny. But, okay, so I haven't asked you if you thought it was funny for the reason that I wrote it. Which was assuming that Jesus was doing the knock-knock joke. Of course. Where you, <laughs> where you continually say, banana. I, I got it. And you know what? Uh, uh, this I, is why I love you so much. I tested that out with six other people. No one got it. Because they're doofuses. No. <laughs> it's a thinker. It's quite, <laughs> quite um, that's right, advanced banana IQ in my brain. <laughs> but I posted it in a few of our things, and people really enjoyed it, and people laughed. And there was one person who said, I don't get it. And then, Hmm. luckily, someone else jumped in and said, oh, it's from, like, Jesus is telling knock-knock jokes. 
Oh, I didn't see that. Oh. It's in like a different group that you're not invited to. It's called <laughs> Bonnie Sucks Facebook group. Awesome. No, it's a deconversion Christian, uh, recovering ex-Christian group. Anyway, oh, so okay. someone then went through the whole knock-knock group for me. <laughs> All the repetitive language and everything, so... Yeah. yeah, it's it's my experience when you have to explain a joke, it, it like in in little pieces it loses it, you know, yes. every second you have to explain it. It does. So, yeah, I was I I feel like I need a professional opinion. So, was that your spiritual dilemma or that was Yeah, your- because it made me so sad because I really my currency is is laughing. And I thought that that was so funny, and I was like, "Well, I'm I pretty feel I pretty much feel like I stole that from someone," but I I googled it and I couldn't find it. Next subject. Okay. <laughs> All right. I I had a friend in town this week, and we went to consignment stores, and I couldn't get there no matter which direction I turned because there was gridlock, and Trump is here. Who? Yeah. <laughs> the the orange guy. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. So he's here for Easter. Yeah. So Easter is tomorrow. And um, this is what... Although, wait, wait. But what? he also came down the day the Mueller report was supposed to be uh, uh-huh. released. Gosh. I mean, I hate flying. So just going back and forth is... Ugh. You don't like that idea? I don't like flying like that. I mean, granted, he just walks on and then, you know, we're spending all that tax money for him to go down, come up, to go down, come up. But it yep. still sounds terrible. So this week's um, intellectual... I don't think that plane would be terrible. I think it's okay. Yeah, I guess it is. Um, intellectual discussion this week is the, the marriage of politics and religion. Hmm. Quite the That's dysfunctional <laughs> one, at, <laughs> one at that. So Bonnie yeah, lives I'm, down where uh, we used to live in uh, South Florida. And all I wanted to do was drive them by his house, which Who's was on the them? way to our old street. My, my friends who were down here. Oh, yeah, them. Yeah, yeah them. It was my other college roommate. I don't want you to think I was cheating on you, but, you know. <laughs> there was um, another one in our room. No. Um, so, yep, and it screwed everything up. So we were in some kind of a consignment store, and uh, we walk in, and I said to the people behind the counter, do we have an answer for what all the gridlock is? And they said, oh, Trump's here. And so we were immediately quiet because you never know who is pro him yeah and who is not and it's a very easy thing to get in an argument about but they didn't say a word and we just kind of whispered to ourselves you know like jackass (laughs) right (laughs) um that's not a political conversation that's just why don't you just not you know come on a Thursday. Yeah. But that is one because the whole, you guys have to be rerouted. So where Mar-a-Lago is, Bonnie and I grew up near there. I think we talked about this before. And um, 
there's like a bridge that goes over into Palm Beach and then it curves off and then there is one uh, just double lane but thin road that goes all the way on the ocean side and you would pass Mar-a-Lago. But now that he's president, do they have to shut down the bridges? Yes. No. Well, maybe for his traveling across it, but you can't go from the middle bridge to the south bridge yeah. in, on the ocean. So that's fine. We're going to talk about all that because I'm going to tell you the sweet, sweet story of how Trump became a Christian. And um, for anybody who wonders what side of the, you know, uh, political side we lean on, I would say both of us are anti-Trump in whichever way that can be. Now, if you're a pro-Trumper, you just listen up and enjoy. And every time we say something insulting about him, you can, you know, you can put our names in there for Trump so you feel like you're getting us back or something. You can lie and <laughs> troll us. I will clarify, too, though, that I do not really go either way with the politics, but he as a person makes me really disappointed. Oh, that's hugely. That's a nice, nice way to say it. It is. Yeah. You're not an asshole. And, and I don't think that... Yeah. I don't think that anybody raising a kid would go, oh, be like him. Uh, and or or if you if you put him through and I still think this is fair. If you put him through the what would Jesus do machine, he's not going to ever go with what would Jesus do with his behavior. I know. Well, and that's well, and that's a okay machine to have. What you're wrong because okay. um, Marsha Blackburn, who's a legislative person here in Tennessee, has said that he was sent by God, and um, right. so to do what to be president. <laughs> yeah, I know. So obviously, we're in the wrong because if God says it. He's always the winner. You know that. I just wonder what he's doing that people are saying, oh, yeah, God God would have done that. Uh, it's all about abortion. I swear. It's just oh. all about abortion. And it doesn't matter. You know, all the other stuff that gets tacked on, it just seems to be um, as long as abortion. And then second to that would be gay rights, like once you get those up in there, it doesn't matter if you're separating, you know, immigrants from their children and all that. That's fine. It's, it's just it's but life is not black and white. And they are anyhow uh, they're They seem to be black and whiting us. Yeah, totally. Um, so you, wait, let me throw in there also that um, one of our friends from high school uh, who who said crappy things to me on Facebook when I finally called him out on it, his response was, do call me a Republican and unfriend me <laughs> <laughs> to him. I love that, that. Here's the ultimate insult. That's right. <laughs> I'm like, but I'm on your side. Well, that is the hilarious thing we tell about our oldest daughter when she was young and she wanted to be like 
you know, say the worst thing she could. Mm-hmm. She's like, when I'm growing up, I'm going to be a Republican. <laughs> and then she was like crying and stomped away and we're laughing. <laughs> okay, so sit back and relax and enjoy this story of how uh, Trump became the head of the religious right because he a Christian. Um, so there's this woman named Paula White, and she's a televangelist pretty much. She ended up being the pastor. She's on TV? Yeah, she used to be on TV. She First she had a radio show, and then she was on, like, the Christian Broadcasting Network, or she might have even been on some other mainstream, you know, weird time of day, 11 a.m. type of thing. Um, <laughs> while while you're talking, I'm going to look her up so I can see what her face looks like. I'm going to describe her first. Oh. Did you? <laughs> That'll be good. Star. Okay. So this <laughs> one, ah, yeah. So she's petite, tan, mm-hmm. blonde. Here we go. Yeah. And <laughs> looks exactly like a lot of the women that... Trump was, Fox newscasters yeah, was surrounding himself in at the beginning. It seems like uh, lots of them are dropping like flies. So there's a lot more diversity in the looks these days because he's had to move on to um, other women that can help him on his cabinet. But she in about let me see, I think it's 2010 or maybe a little earlier, she, uh, let me back up. She was, had a hard life. She had a failed marriage. She felt God was calling her into the ministry. And the good thing is she ended up at churches that were mainly black and, um, in Florida. (laughs) How does that sentence end? The good thing is. (laughs) Well, she was very much into like racial equality. Like let's not divide, you know, church, Things um, and Wait, let's not what divide uh, okay. churches by race. Although yeah. um, it still was uh, barely mixed, but she in about 2010 she got involved with Trump. Maybe earlier than that, he called her because he'd seen her on TV. Because I think it's at Mar-a-Lago. When is it? How long has he owned that place? Oh, it's been a while. Okay. Um, I know that's helpful. Well, there was something. <laughs> it's at least 20 years. Okay. Back, back in the beginning, it was mm-hmm. hard for Mar-a-Lago to pick up some kind of like cable TV or something. And one of the only shows that would come through was hers. And he and his mother would watch that. And he also loved Jim Baker. And he'd watch those shows, which is very interesting because they're all about money. And he's all about money. And he and they're all about appealing to like people as an audience. Yep. To wrangle them in. Exactly. And so he called her up and said he'd like to meet her. And they ended up meeting. She supposedly then um, talked him through the sinner's prayer, and he became a Christian. And 
then she ended up with her husband at that time, I think, moving into Trump Towers. She has a few places. Wow. And she became his spiritual advisor. And bringing up 2010 for the 80th time here, I think that was the year that he approached her and said, I want you to get together your religious friends and pray about if I should run for president. And uh-huh. I guess it was 20, I was going to say, t- not 2016, but before that, 2012. Yeah. And she said they prayed and she came back to him saying, not yet. God says not yet. So she's a huge influence on what's been going on with him. Now, her own past is she ended up getting divorced, I think, from the second husband because they were, along with a bunch of other televangelists, were being looked into by the Judicial Ways and Means Committee in D.C. for all the shitty money stuff these churches were doing where people were losing their savings because, you know, they'd they'd be told you're not buying salvation, but then the next thing you know, they call in saying, yes, I have a prayer request, you know, my gout. And then they're like, for your gout. (laughs) My the gout. That's right. We need you to sign over everything. Um, And mostly nothing ever came up um, to get her put in jail or anything. But this stress made her and her husband divorce. And there is this other televangelist named Benny Hinn. Do not confuse him with (laughs) Benny Benny Hill. Hill. (laughs) (laughs) And this is the guy. I'd like to. I know. This is the guy who very tan skin, black hair, and wears sort of white uh, suits. Almost looks like Saudi Arabian, like, chic dressing. I don't even know if that's (laughs) anything. And but you or maybe Mr. Rourke from Fantasy Island, except they're they're those shirts that are collarless. Okay, I know. We'll put a we'll post that. Um, But he's the one that you'll see in memes or even on TV that puts his hand on people and they fall over, and like he (laughs) runs across people and holds his hand out and they're just like domino down and all that. She and him ended up in Italy together because they were supposed to discuss something or meet with people, and they were seen holding hands, walking around, and that became very scandalous because he, I think, was still married, although separated, and paparazzi took pictures of them. But it didn't matter. Everyone forgave them, of course, and still send their money into him and her. Yeah. So Paula White is um, known for prosperity gospel preaching. And that's pretty much something you and I did not grow up with. It, yeah, I don't. I know. I don't know what that is. It's shitty. Um, it is. It, it preys on African Americans a lot more than whites. But it's um, God will bless you financially. 
like the closer you are to God, God's goal is to give you blessings of health and wealth. And if you're not hitting those goals of health and wealth, then there is a problem with your spirituality or your sinning or whatever it is. <laughs> that sounds very organized. It That's way more on the organized spectrum. Scale. Yeah, than we were. Well, the there's also this the idea of like obeying God is um, includes tithing. And then if you're going to the Church of Prosperity Gospel and you hear something that that the pastor is saying, you know, God wants you to really show your love to him with your tithe this weekend. If you give twofold, he'll return tenfold. And they read a verse that alludes to that. So a lot of people are giving more than their 10%. And these people have multiple houses and, you know, uh, and they're not afraid to look wealthy because looking wealthy shows God is blessing me. Right. And if he is going to do this to me, he's going to do it to you. And funny enough, a big person who is outspoken against prosperity gospel is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. He's been saying, like, this is a total charlatan move that is putting African-Americans in more debt and is really targeting them. Because of their need. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's shitty. I have something to tell you that you might want to uh, figure out how to talk about and edit this part that you and I are talking about out. Yeah. I just, when I Wikipedia'd her to look at her face, um, it says her husband's name was Randy White. Yes. And don't look at anything else because I have another surprise for you. Okay. All right. Yeah. So she had, she had... (laughs) three husbands and we're going to get to that third husband so don't stop believing okay okay that's that's a i know that's a pre-joke you're gonna get it later so i'm afraid i'm getting it (laughs) okay so paula white um was one of the first women she was the second woman to lead the prayer at an inauguration, and that was Trumpy's. She, if you look at, so some, you mean second woman, like there was a woman at a previous, yeah, one, yeah. I think there Obama were not two at his, <laughs> right? No, I okay. think Obama had one. And um, then, if you look at pictures of some of the uh, things that Trump has done that have to do with not having religious liberty where he's always signing things and you see his spiritual advisors around him, you'll see Paula White. And the other person you will see is Bonnie and I's former pastor. So I never look at this stuff. Have you not seen him? Yeah. He's in every, he's in the tight circle of, you know, the seven to 10 people. Uh, that surround them. In fact, when Trump is signing something, I think, to do with the Johnson Act that has to do with churches and taxes in the Rose Garden, uh, there's our former pastor right behind him. But this all goes back to that other episode we did about the guy who was in Jesus camp who said, 
if you get the evangelical vote, you'll sway the election. Totally. And it's absolutely true. And it's, <sighs> and you know that, you know, Trump, he doesn't act like a Christian. The only reason he would be interested in becoming mm-hmm. known as a Christian is because he wants to feel special, you know, and God's chosen me. And now I have the influence of all these people who can help me progress in the political world because it's very encased in D.C. So yeah. Paula White is also now married to her third husband. And her third oh husband is... So they're still married. Correct. It's a new... Oh, that's good. So her, her name now is Paula White Kane because she married... Billy Bob Kane. I can't remember his first name what? now, but it's something. It's like Richard Billy Kane, Bob. Jeffrey Kane, <laughs> who is the keyboardist and main songwriter from Journey. Jonathan? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. So. Did, and was, and I have so many questions. There's so many non answers. And the thing is, every time someone plays Don't Stop Believing," Paula Kane yeah. is getting more money. Paula White Kane. Sure. Because of the royalties. And so he has become a Christian. And okay. <laughs> what's even weirder is that he has released an album in the last two years And it's something like what Jesus says to me because he said he was listening to Christian music and felt Jesus telling him that he wanted to hear something else or something like that. I have read about this because I go down the wormhole around uh, one o'clock in the morning every now and then watching the baby's videos with... um, uh, 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 John Waite. Okay. I so don't the know. Group, the babies. He was in the babies and then he was in the super group <laughs> Bad English and. <laughs> gotcha. Um, but, but yeah. Oh my gosh. So I read that when I was going down that, what do you call it? The wormhole, right? Yeah. Where you watch every baby's video and then you're like, oh, what happened to Jonathan Kane? And yep, I, so I read that fairly recently. Well, he definitely um, now is, you know, now he's going around with his wife. And um, I, he also wrote Faithfully. Faithfully. Um, okay. But was, it wasn't about faith. No, even though he said he was always a Christian and then he sort of, um, you know, went away from it and now he's back in it. But I guess since he wrote those, he can make them stand for whatever the fuck he wants. Because (laughs) I was writing about Paula Kane and my other life and Paula White and two terrible things happened. One, I found video of her on the Jim Baker show and I watched the whole thing. So that was horrible. So what happened was uh, Jim Baker was married to Tammy Faye. Um, yeah. He's remarried to someone, you know, 
Buffon it up too. And who also sang in Journey. Yeah. <laughs> who sang in <laughs> Banana Rama? Um, and it, it's Jim Baker's lost his hair. He's really overly impressed with Paula White because it's like he's kissing her butt because she's close to Trump and she holds up a pin and she's like, and this is what Trump gave me after he signed the bill about religious blah, blah. And she held it up and the audience stood up and clapped. And then Jim Baker wanted to hold it. I mean, it was so cultish. It was outside of normal Christian mainstream and the audience there's there's just a business to this whole thing and the audience that stood up is uh they look so out of touch they're definitely keeping the elastic waistband pants and (laughs) and it took them money 55 seconds to stand up yeah (laughs) <laughs> but they stood That's right. up. They stood up and clapped. And then to end the show, they introduce Jonathan. He gives a little bit of his spiel and meeting his lovely wife. And Christ has brought them together. And they're now, you know, focused on just telling others. And then they gather around the piano. And he plays yeah. Don't Stop Believing. And sings wow. it, and Jim Baker is singing it, and Paula White is singing it, and they're really oh. just getting into it with the people that's clothes are from the TV guide, you know, ads with the mm-hmm. and are from the back of the parade magazine. Yeah, yeah. Okay. There's a lot of Velcro, a lot of elastic, and it was. It was a spiritual experience for me. I have to admit that. It was insane. So I'm going to post that. So that's the first terrible thing with looking that up. And then the second thing is after I came out with the article, it went viral. And then I would get these little um, Uh uh, notifications. No. Paula White is following you. So she followed me on... Facebook and Twitter, and I have a feeling it was her ministries. Sure. You know, I think it was just all algorithm. But <laughs> you were going to say her minions? Like, that yes. too. If you go to her website, it is, or if you follow her, like I was looking at her on uh, Twitter a lot. And she has it automated so that a few times a day, it does something that tells you about buy this book or give this money or donate this or whatever it is. Um, Right. So it's always in there. But now if you go on her website, ooh, now she's, now Jonathan has his own drop-down menu. (laughs) Wow. Wow. I have a drop-down menu. <laughs> Which reminds it. Fries. <laughs> Milkshake. Oh, that's a good one. Uh-huh. Um, let's see. Well, when you're talking about uh, 
the church and politics that so happens here locally too. Um, the church in uh, Riviera Beach, they use their congregation as a, a body to to round to wrangle them up and go vote for candidates. Oh, totally. They, I believe yeah, that they they will take them and they will they will or they'll go to their house and bring them their absentee ballots and and it's very very intertwined with the the church you know mm-hmm. bodies and um and the elections but go on <laughs> well i mean that is of course against the church and state situation but it's not totally illegal but the aclu right. could get involved but i was always saying you know it's really um, now, not all Democrats are not Christians, and not all Republicans right. are Christians, but when you have a group of people who go and listen to a pastor, and the pastor is sort of telling you how to vote, even if it's a little like I was listening to a video of a local guy and he's like, now I'm not going to say who to vote for, but, but exactly. Um, didn't we in church though, get little cheaters, like little tiny pamphlets, tiny of, little eyeglasses to read no. <laughs> tiny little pamphlets or something that said, uh, uh, these are the people who maybe Jesus would want you to vote for. I can't remember Didn't that. You get that? Uh, I believe it because yeah. I'm sure. You know, I don't. Or just, and they would call it like a guide, right? Right. And it wouldn't say vote for this person. It would say this candidate believes. Yeah. You know, yeah. Ba-ba-da-ba. It would say these are the ones that I will be voting for. And then the other ones, that's when the ink ran out of the printer and we'd just be like, what? What does that say? Redacted. <laughs> Good one. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, I believe all that. Okay. So do you have more to tell me about Paula White? Oh, that could go on forever, but I'm, I'm vomitous now. But I will say that um, tomorrow's Easter and Trump, says he'll be going to church and where he I didn't realize the church he got married in is Bethesda by the sea oh yes so mm-hmm. if we ever reveal our secret identities we'll put some pictures up there of me posing in my gorgeous high school choir outfit at for our yearbook pictures at Trump's church I also dated a guy who oh, was an altar boy there. you can't call it Trump's church. That's what it no, is. No. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, I... Uh, so, if we're talking about politics and recently, Pete Buttigieg was on Seth Meyers' show. Uh, I'd see that. And Yeah. Yeah. And if you don't know who that is, he is the mayor of South Bend, Indiana, and he is gay, and he's got a husband... Who is a man? <laughs> uh, that's how that works. But he's announced that he's in the running for um, president, and I think that I think that it's just going to bring out the worst in people. They're going to be cruel. Yeah, he's and they're going to all bond over being cruel together to him. And he's also not a Christian. Um, 
<laughs> like that is going to be big news. It already is. Him and Beto O'Rourke. Beto. Bet whatever you want. I don't care. Um, <laughs> both, I think, are getting attention for being like candidates who are no longer saying, you know, family values. Yeah. You know, I'm from a good Christian family. You can have family values without being Christian. What? What? No. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Exactly. Oh, and I also wanted to throw in because it's whole Easter and Passover right now. Uh, one of my friends tells me last night in a text, my sister wants to read the Mueller report at Passover dinner. <laughs> As part of it or just to yeah. get through the, the weird egg that you dip in the whatever. Oh, and, okay, and on, on timely things, uh, same person. Her boss emailed her department um, at work with Easter services in town. And she's Jewish, obviously, <laughs> from the, you know, Mueller report reading at Passover. Yeah. And um, so she just told me that. She's like, I know it comes from a place of, of nice, uh, you know, goodness. But at the same time, of course, I'm going, maybe this lady hired her to witness to her. Oh. <laughs> that could be the whole business. That could. Everyone I hire. Yep. That's it. Yep. And that's it. I'm like making fun of it and laughing, except I live in the South and that that's no joke. Like I guarantee. Well, how do you that. think you got your job? I know. <laughs> um there uh, save you. When I was a missionary overseas and we were in India, we ended up at this place and there were two American young girls doing a short-term mission there. And one of them was from Tampa or Clearwater. And we were talking and she was telling me about that her job that she saved money from to go on this trip was for an eye doctor there. And her main job was to pray with the patients. That was it. No filing, oh no anything. And up here, um, when my daughter was getting braces, we they talked us through the whole plan and the money. And then they're like, and we'd like to invite you into this room. It's like a little, I mean, people can see in it a little side room that has a bunch of, like a mini library with a conference table. Um, <laughs> and pamphlets. I didn't see any, but they mm -hmm. said uh, the doctor would like to pray with you and the staff before we embark together. And so, of course, I said, wow, no, um, that's strange. It, it is so common here. It's so like uh, I still get surprised by all of it, but then right. I don't I'm like uh, right. I get sick of it. It's what I sort of sort of happens but you know that's the south I mean we believe in Jesus and God and it's the forefront of everything and right along with that is the highest uh, poverty suicide teen pregnancy STDs um, opium addict opium opioid addiction opioid? like uh, something is not adding up 
That was a pleasant voice. <laughs> it's my pod, <laughs> pod voice. <laughs> you should really work on that one. <laughs> I'll try and edit it out. Oh, no, no, no. I like it. Uh, it was, it was, you committed. I did. Yeah. Um, all right. Why don't you read a listener letter? Have you got it? All right. I have it. All right. Um, I, it's like a magic trick. I have not seen this yet. So you can get my true response. It's sweet. Um, so I'm assuming she wants me to use her name because she starts with, Hello, my name is Rose. I appreciate your podcast and you guys crack me up. That is so uh, That's so, that's, that's garbage. Exactly. Hate her. Um, She's a liar. <laughs> She's just lying. I have a silly anecdote for you guys about music and entertainment. I grew up very sheltered like most Christian kids. I only listened to Christian music or at least I was supposed to. I only watched movies that my parents approved. Movies with an R rating, sex, and too much violence, a little was okay, were not allowed in the house. <laughs> um, my parents even restricted magic. That's right. <laughs> but allowed Narnia and Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure I follow their logic. <laughs> I've never seen any of the Lord of the Rings things, but... Didn't you think of them as children's books? Yeah, I did. Like in your brain? Like, oh, how could that be? And Narnia hurtful? is, yeah, it's the Christian story. So uh, they get to sneak that in. Like, oh, yeah, okay. pre-approved. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So in college, I finally could start watching and listening to what I wanted. Yay, freedom. When I finally watched Labyrinth, you know, the one with David <laughs> Bowie's bulge. <laughs> I loved magic dance. It was fun to sing, silly, etc. My sister and I sang the parts and recorded it as my voicemail message just for fun. My parents are some of the few people who actually call me to leave messages. (laughs) Yeah, didn't think that one through, did you, Rose? Nope. (laughs) So my dad calls me but missed me and left a message. He heard my sister and I singing magic dance, and when I called him back, he got a little snippy. He said it wasn't appropriate or something like that and said I should change it. To my shame, I did after I kept it another week since I loved the message so much. It was so silly to get so bent out of shape over a little song. Keep up the good work. You guys are the freaking bomb. Oh, thank you, Rose. (laughs) That's so nice. And I mean... The magic thing. I remember, like, I was scared to go in the magic shops because we were really told, like, stay away from magic. It's like the devil had. Oh, and Ouija boards. I, I well, still those, believe that. No. Yeah, those are just yep. freaky. Yep. But, yeah, there is like the devil owned certain things that everyone can just agree on and that is you know at a corner on the magic mark he had the magic you know the color black um (laughs) things that are too loud like it it didn't matter those were just now all i want to see is what is she talking about with david bowie's bulge i bet i'd like to to. see that yeah can you Um, i can totally picture the whole get up right now really yeah 
Did you watch this Lord of the Rings movie? <laughs> this Lord of the Rings? Well, or Labyrinth. Did you oh, watch no. that? Uh, no, I think I've just seen parts of it. And <laughs> I know. just seen David Bowie's book. That's right. <laughs> I'm looking at my poster of it right now. Uh, <laughs> it's not who you had on your wall. Whatever. Tell the people. Uh, let's see. Who did I Captain have? Crunch? EO. Captain EO? That's right. Uh, I did? Michael Jackson? Yeah. Oh, this is great. You don't remember this. Your parents went to the Epcot Center. Oh, yeah. And they brought this poster to you. You didn't get to go, which I don't think. Great. Yeah, I don't think Captain <laughs> no. EO went over very well. Well, a, no, it didn't. But they brought it to you, and you didn't. <laughs> you didn't know it was EO, and you unfurled it. Uh huh. With great, <laughs> with great drama, and said, "Captain EQ." <laughs> <laughs> so what you're saying is, I had a problem spelling and reading. <laughs> That's what you're saying. Yeah, we didn't have uh, David Bowie on our walls. No, no. But I do have to say, our freshman year of college, we went to Conservative Baptist College, and you had been in love with one Tom Cruise. And so you put the poster of, like, him... And it's just his face from Risky Business. I don't even think you bought a poster. I think it was just a fold-out one from a magazine. It could have been the album cover. True. To the LP. And he had um, the Ray-Bans on. And more than one person in the hallway asked if that was your boyfriend. (laughs) And I'm like, how? These are sheltered people. Razor sharp. That's right. And you're like, yes. 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 But I'm like, yeah. Like, she got a picture of her boyfriend, blew it up, got it printed on a poster, which is, we didn't have that technology back then. No. Really good graphics. Yep. And That's great. Yeah. We, we were ding-dongs. Okay. I do want to say... A very, very happy birthday to Steve. Steve's a listener that we have. He's also in our Facebook group. So if you go to Facebook, there's Deconversion Therapy Podcast. You can like the page. Then you can see how you can get into the secret closed coven called just (laughs) deconversion therapy where people post memes and talk smack and talk to each other and steve gets on there and it's like hey my birthday was april 8th could i get a happy birthday um so we missed it and he won't be a year older till he hears this right now (laughs) that's how that works but i decided i'm also going to give him uh, prophecy, and you don't know how this works because you didn't go to a charismatic prophecy school. <laughs> you didn't go to a charismatic or Pentecostal church. But first, what we do is um, we confess our sins, which I'm just not going to do right now because I'm going to do that in private. It's between me and my priest, and then. Um, you sort of clear your mind, and then you, if you can speak in tongues, pray in tongues, you do. So I'm going to do that. No. Shut up, what I'm going to. 
Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> and then you just are silent and you wait to like uh, uh, things that come to your mind. So well, picture yourself. We can't have silence in this program. Well, if people can turn it off and wait five minutes and then turn it back on. But we can just lie and say we edited the silence. That's right. We edited that out along with every time we say, um, but the, if you picture yourself doing meditation, you know, if you're ever like quiet and doing something and you're like, this is going well. And then just suddenly umbrella, you know, like something just pops into your mind. That's very random. Yeah. So that's what you do. And so I did this while I was contemplating Steve, and I'm getting the word. It starts with a J. It's like, Jesus. Uh, no. Am I supposed or to guess? Joy. No, it's coming to me now. Oh, He's all right. putting it on me. He's Juvederm. Jenga. It's Jenga. <laughs> so I think that means, Steve, that... That's a brand name. You're, I know, a TM, trademark, um, that you need to pull things out of your life that you're scared to because you think it's going to topple over, but it's going to stay up. Or it could just mean you should buy yourself a Jenga thing. No, I liked that first thing. Well, the devil likes to cloud the message, so I can never tell if <laughs> he's interfering and I don't have the right um, message to give Steve. But happy birthday anyway, and thanks for being involved in the Facebook page. And Yeah, thanks. Yes. Am I the devil in that anecdote? <laughs> I think so, because right as I was I'm all right with that. getting into it... <laughs> You you broke the the pheromone line between <laughs> my yeah something yeah okay so now our segment don't be an asshole bum bum um you want to go was the law and order sound um well I think you I don't. was gonna do you want me I to? know I don't but um. Uh, well, this this involves you, so I'll go oh, ahead right. and go. So the woman I work with, what she had Fox News on. <laughs> this this ties into the politics thing. That's right. We're so theming, and <laughs> we're theming. Uh, so she had Fox News on, and it was the the run up to when the Mueller report was going to be released. And I uh, I said, um, like, what are you watching here? And she goes, oh, I, it's it's The Five, and that's apparently a show. Okay. So um, <laughs> I, I was like, well, you know my theory is that the ba- they're, they're just pandering to the base, mm-hmm. which is wealthy people or hillbillies. <laughs> and it's, an, it's just the funniest word because they used it in Wedding Crashers. And he's like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to call you a hillbilly. <laughs> and it's just one of the, it's just a great word. And so, sure enough, we look over, and they were broadcasting from Nashville. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I was like, well, look at that. We like to be <laughs> called Appalachian Americans. <laughs> oh, the they were broadcasting from Nashville, oh, and then they had some kind of graphic on the uh, on the TV that said. 
Redneck Riviera. Like, oh, what is happening? My prophecy was coming true. And do you know what the Redneck Riviera is? It's the Panhandle of Florida. It's well, it's um, PCB. It's uh, Panama yeah, City Beach. Panama City Beach. But it's not. If you go to the other side, now that's really preppy. Um, uh, there you go. So I was mean. And and I, I realize that we say things to the people who cannot divorce us that are just shitty. And so we joke about it, but I was, you know, it was making fun of yeah. her for putting it was a, that channel on. Like a joke with the truth layer. Yeah, but but like I didn't need to say it, you know. She watches MSN also. You know, don't justify different point of her views. watching I'm gonna. <laughs> the five. <laughs> Tell her party of so five anyway. is much better. Um, yeah. Anyway, so, yeah, I, I you know, I, I, I realize while I'm much more free-flowing with catty comments with people who I can't uh, divorce and who won't. Yeah, they're stuck with you. Yep. (laughs) Hurt the ones you love. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, because I want them to not be not like me. Anyway, go ahead. What about yours? Oh, but you want me to say a happy thing? Yeah. I don't know. I can't think of a good thing for the last year. (laughs) 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 Um, my, My good thing is that... The clay tennis season is upon us. Oh. And uh Is it a season? It is. Yep. Like so why got, clay? Like, because Does it grow better when, in the spring? <laughs> well, they they clump together the tournaments that are on one surface because you use different muscles in your body what? and you train differently for different what? surfaces. Yeah. Like clay, you're playing on dirt. Hardcore. You're playing on other. You're playing dirt. on concrete. It is hard. No. Uh-huh. <laughs> and grass is very slippery. So <laughs> no, but you've got to be able to slide on it. So that's my favorite, and um, it's nice that it's just one after another, of you know, yeah. That so that's my favorite time of year. Well, that's good. <laughs> okay. Yep, you mentioned tennis, so everybody drink. Yeah. Um, ha, ha. Let's see. So my uh, don't be an asshole thing of when I was an asshole is going to be right now. And oh, I'm just going to... Wait, you can't divorce me. <laughs> but everyone can switch this off. They're all going to leave. <clears throat> so mine is that I get very annoyed at maybe things that aren't hugely important in the world, but to me are the basis to society. And what I think uh, is part of the basis of society is women of any age, but definitely of a certain age, which I am there or getting there or whatever, who filter their goddamn pictures and make themselves look like weird alien mannequins. Yeah. Yes. And 
there seems to be a few more <laughs> my age that do this. So you have all the features are there and then they've sort mm-hmm. of gone over something that just mushes out. <laughs> Even yeah. the shadows. It, it out. Yeah, like there should be shadows. Yeah. So when there's not a shadow, it freaks you out. And then... Um, these aren't single women. They're not trying to like meet anyone online. And right. Then they mainly post <laughs> these. Um, I'm hoping to start a, a cult following sayings. So it'll be a picture of them. And then it'll be like, don't let the rainy days get you down. Just look up and know that tomorrow will be better or whatever it is. And the worst is anytime anyone addresses their friends. So (laughs) if people say friends, comma, like I'm just ready to call them up and just be like, you're not a preacher. These are, we're all hooked up together and don't, the other one is lovelies. The other one is Beloveds. Oh. oh. I can't take it. <laughs> so I've really been, I keep biting my tongue because I know a few people personally and I want to be like, you know, your goal seems to be self-help and empowering women. But however, however, no one's going to believe that you're vulnerable or want authenticity because we can all tell right. what you're doing to your photo. That is so about is that it. all right? So where do we find us? Well, Bonnie lives at four two nine. Okay, okay. You can go to deconversiontherapypodcast.com. That's where the fun goes down. Not really. I don't think anyone looks at it, but I think you should. I'm going to be adding resources um, there tomorrow, uh, which will be, by the time you listen to this, it should be done. If it's not, you can yell at me. Um, And it's also where you can send in your five-minute true funny story, like we just read from Rose. Thank you, Rose. Thank you, Rose. And... Uh, let's see. I try and do show notes there, but I also add pictures that go along with whatever episode we do. And that's the most fun ever. So last <laughs> week, Bonnie read what I wrote in our yearbook. So we have a screenshot of that up there. So you can. And, and, and then we're going to post Banana Who again. Oh, yeah, because it's just in case one more person gets my stupid joke. No, or can tell me who I stole it from. I don't think you did anyone. I think it's really good. And there's also I'm going to put the little um, thing of don't stop believing there on the Jim Baker show, because that's that's an instant classic for you to enjoy. Yeah, I'd like to watch that. Yep. Uh, and then you can find us on Twitter. Uh, some days I'm in there just tweeting along. And then for five days, I forget that we have an account. So it's a bit hit or miss. But you like Instagram. I do. Instagram's good. And we have a bigger, yeah. like, um, community, community on there. Yeah. I like that word. That's right. Because we're loving yeah. and sweet and supportive of everybody. 
uh, yeah, whatever. And well, we're finding other people who have similar experiences, which I think is amazing. Yeah. There are so many, and that's what I wanted to thank. Like the people who have rated us recently, very nice. We get lots of nice comments. We've had over 4,000 listens, and uh, you know, for a little podcast like ours, that's really amazing. And I'm very thankful yeah, to everyone me too. for sure. Yep. Um, and that's sincere, and I don't have a good tone for sincerity. But I tell you, it's sincere. Take a picture of your face and then we'll post it and people <laughs> can blur it out. That's right. We'll blur. Make your eyeballs bigger. That's right. Put some sincerity eyes on that face. Um, <laughs> but we appreciate everyone who's doing all that support and we really do appreciate it. So this week, you know, try not to be an asshole. Yeah. And that's it. Okay. Well, thanks. Thanks for that advice. Yep. Don't be an asshole. Okay. All right. Bye now. All right. Bye. Click. <laughs>